Hi, Dina Tripotis from Whiskey Business. As you know, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey on a lovely Sunday afternoon in Columbus, Ohio at the La Meridian Hotel. And the bar at the La Meridian is the soul at the Joseph as we are kicking off the first ever Columbus Cocktail Classic. And uh, we're looking forward to a lot of uh, great seminars this, this afternoon with some great uh, bartenders who will be talking about how they do what they do. There'll be a competition a little bit later on, which I have the pleasure of hosting, a cocktail throwdown, if you will. But before any of it throws down, we have the pleasure of kicking off this little adventure with Kyle Strateger, who is the food and beverage manager for the Soul to Joseph, and also the you have something else to do with the hotel as well? Or? Yeah, so we also take care of the uh, in-room dining, uh, mini bars kind of behind the scenes as well. It's a beautiful beautiful it's the first time i've ever been here well thank you uh glad to have you yes uh, so it's uh owned by the bazootis uh which are local and the Lumeridian brand is uh known for having uh usually an affiliation with an art gallery mm-hmm. uh, and so they decided to step it up a level and actually all the artwork that is in the lobby is provided by the bazooti collection yeah i saw a lot of great photographs that are, that are frames uh, and, and another artwork in addition to that yep. so if you are in the art no which I'm not, but uh, uh, you would appreciate all the stuff that's that's uh, hanging on the walls here. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of visitors for uh, gallery hop, and um, when we put new pieces up, we always like to let people know. Seems like a fancy hotel. Well, Seems fancy. We, we we go for lifestyle, not luxury. Um, <laughs> so you can't you can't tell that. I don't know how that to one. take that. That one's not rehearsed. I don't, I don't know if I to take that because I have a certain uh, 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 indulgent lifestyle, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, I'm not too familiar with luxury, so... so. Definitely. Well, I- instead of going for white glove, uh, we like to make sure that you feel comfortable while you're... Work gloves? Sit- yeah, exactly. <laughs> instead of white gloves? Yeah. Well, no uh, no gloves, you know, handshakes. Um, you know, you don't want to put a barrier between you and the guests, and we like to right. make sure that it's uh, warm and friendly, um, even while you're enjoying the finer things And, of life. course, uh, you know, to have a hotel like this smack dab in the middle of the, of the short north, which is just uh, one of the most hopping places in Columbus has been and still continues to grow and, and prosper. That's got to be a cool thing. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's come a long way since uh, doing college shots down at the High Five for punk rock karaoke. Um, uh, is that where you did yours? Oh, that, that's yeah. where I was hanging out. Yeah, yeah I did mine at Crazy Mama's. Okay. Uh, back, back well, I'm, I'm a little older than you, but, uh, but still, yeah. it seems like what we did seems to transcend the gener- generations regardless of when we did it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Just, just a different place. Um, so how long have you been here? Uh, so I've been with the hotel for a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, but I've been in Columbus for 10 years now. And is this... This is what you always planned on doing. Uh, this is this was the field that you went into. Uh, so no, not at all. No, really. <laughs> uh, you originally started off uh, computer science and engineering. What? Yep. Um, and then I decided to uh, go into graphic design. What? Um, yeah. And there so was so far lot. neither one of them have anything to do with this joint. You know the funny thing <laughs> is you think that, um, but when you're daily dealing with a micros POS system and uh, reports behind the scenes. Uh, that computer science uh, and engineering two years uh, definitely paid off. Okay. And uh, the art degree uh, just kind of helped come in behind that, you know, sure. from all of the Instagram posts and everything like that. I was very happy that I had uh, two semesters in photography. So let's talk about the classic, the cocktail classic that's happening here today. We've got all kinds of things going on. We've got stuff. Uh, we've, we're, we're here in the lobby where Whiskey Business is set up, of course, the 
to talk to people like yourselves. But upstairs, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a lot of fun things. I know uh, Crystal Lavi is setting up uh, the first seminar. I saw some of the stuff behind the scenes. She's got some uh, great wisdom to share. Uh, she, of course, runs the CAP program uh, for Tales of the Cocktail. And so we're lo so lucky to have her and uh, also some uh, CAP participants in Grey Jackets uh, coming in to help do the setup and make sure all the cocktails are on point. She is uh, amazing at what she does. She's been on our podcast before, and uh, we're going to have her back on again because she's got more stories to tell. But, yeah, that's a coup to have Chris DeLavi uh, mm -hmm. here. And then later on, we have a, a, a cocktail throwdown a competition. Yeah, which yeah. is a it's a chef and bartender throwdown too, right. which I love is that they're actually going to uh, work at how those cocktails work with the food, mm -hmm. and I know the that a lot of people have tried the pairings. Say. Yes, the pairings, and, and you know, I mean, uh, I think whiskey pairs with any food that I've ever enjoyed. I'm right there with you, buddy. But uh, they're they're going to have some uh, extra challenges trying to work with some unique ingredients. So it'll be interesting to see that, and it adds a little extra element to it. Sure, sure, sure. Tell me about the uh, Soul to Joseph. So what kind of what, what kind of what kind of bar is it? What type of bar experience? can people look forward to if they come to Soul to Joseph? Well, uh, we do everything from uh, taking care of day-to-day -day travelers, business meetings, uh, unique spaces for people to just enjoy and relax. Uh, I think I was uh, really amazed when I first came in here uh, because in the short north, I'd only ever been um, standing three deep at any bar that I'd been to. Right. And to uh, come in and sit in a nice couch in front of a fireplace, play a game of chess while enjoying my drink, that's an experience I hadn't known even existed down here. Um, play a game of chess. Yeah. Do you play chess? Uh, I, I play very poorly. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember teaching my godson how to play chess, and it didn't take much longer after that before he beat me. I'm like, yeah. okay, we're done here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have more time on their hands, right? <laughs> well, uh, and that that's a, a normal weekday. Uh, like I said, we have wonderful business travelers who stay at the hotel, but we also uh, do a locals night on Thursday where we encourage people to come in. Uh, we have a uh, $1 welcome cocktail. Uh, what? Six, $6 spirits and a $4 local draft. So it's a 614 special. Okay. So when you say, you know, you, we, we mentioned... Uh, you know, I said this seems so fancy. That those those are fancy. No, those well, are fancy prices. No, I, I mean we those do. Those are good common man prices. We do have some fancier items. You know, mm -hmm. believe me, we've had people order the you know the Hennessy Parody Imperial. And, sure. Uh, that doesn't come as cheaply as uh, the six dollar local spirits. But uh, we also knew that if we were going to have locals and transient guests come in, you have to make something that's approachable, and we'd right. love them to come in and enjoy the space, especially on Thursdays. Right. Well. Uh, here's hoping for a very successful afternoon. It'll be a very interesting afternoon. It'll be an entertaining afternoon. And we here at Whiskey Business are going to try and capture as much of it as we possibly can. So enjoy. Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate hey, it, Thank man. you, Have Dino. Have a great afternoon. And uh, we'll be talking throughout the event, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You, you said if I needed anything to, to find you. Yeah. And if uh, uh, we're going to have a dram of whiskey, then you know we can talk about it. We or can. Or we can just, you know. Let people know that Let's we're enjoying something nice. Let's just go with the nice. flow, brother. Let's just go <laughs> yeah. with the flow. Maybe we'll be high-fiving <laughs> before, exactly. before it's all said and done. Kyle, thank you so much. Hi, Dino Tripotis uh, from Whiskey Business here at the Columbus Cocktail Classic. And one of the gentlemen who strolled in heard about it on Friday. What were, Friday. You, doing? What were you doing on Friday? 
Oh, the wife left town. First and of all, hi, this is Rich Broderick, everybody. Rich Broderick right here. Let's say hi to Rich. The wife was out of town. Wife uh, went uh, out that, of town. That, that, that uh, high start- school reunion. You what? She went to the high school reunion. She didn't take you to the high school reunion? I'm not going to any high school reunions with her. Why? Uh, don't you want your? Don't you want your? Don't you want to be the trophy husband to, to <laughs> let everybody see how well your wife did? I was I was a trophy husband at forty, at thirty five. <laughs> I still don't know anybody. Yeah, still. Now yeah. you're the now. What are you the now the, the tarnished trophy? Husband? Right, I'm tarnished. I'm tarnished. <laughs> okay, for so sure. You, so your wife goes out of town on a Friday. I'm sitting at home, um, having a bourbon, and I thought, what kind of bourbon? Uh, Wild Turkey 101. Good go-to. That's your daily. That's, that's your daily my, go-to. Yeah, that's my daily go-to. Um, you know, not the Sunday bourbon, but the the What's one. The, oh, well, today's Sunday. Oh no, oh no. I'm not. I had my Jefferson today. That's your Sunday bourbon. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll drink that on Sundays. Um, but you know, I'm flexible. You know, which with just the basic Jefferson, or yeah. or do you like yeah. some of the other uh, offshoots, the Jefferson Ocean? The well, does it matter? Doesn't matter as long as it's Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. it's a Sunday bourbon. Why'd you make that a Sunday bourbon? Well, it's just I like the taste. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. and only on Sundays. Only on Sundays. Only on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. I don't get crazy. Yeah, you know, I. You would not have your Sunday bourbon on a Tuesday. No, there wouldn't spe- be a reason to have it. It makes, on. it makes it special. Right. You get it? Yeah. I know. We bourbon drinkers are mm-hmm. a, uh, I don't want to say a strange lot, but a, mm-hmm. a, a dedicated lot to, yeah. to what we like to drink. You got to go to. You can drink your right. Wild Turkey 101. Right. I like the Wild Turkey 101. Sundays That's- are for Jefferson. Yeah. So go ahead. How'd you find out about this? So I'm sitting there, and I hadn't listened to any of your podcasts for a while, so, and I'm at home, I'm all alone, and I'm thinking, I'm going to turn the YouTube on, and I turned it on, and I heard Blair and uh, Deanne, and I thought, this seems like a good one, and then they talked about this event tonight, Right. I got on my phone, and I signed up, I got tickets to it, so. Beautiful, I think you're going to find out some, uh, we were talking with with Kyle earlier, uh, who's the uh, general manager, and kind of has a hand in the food and the beverage and there's a lot of interesting things upstairs if you want to be educated today yes on bourbon uh much like myself uh, i've said it before on our podcast we are by no means whiskey uh experts uh as as hansberry my producer says we are whiskey enthusiasts so we're gonna yes. learn some stuff today too so right and chris delavi who's upstairs uh you definitely need to check out her her little seminar because she is one of the best at what she does. Well, I'm signed up for the cocktail seminar, uh-huh. uh, so I so just you'll signed catch up. Her. You'll, you'll catch yeah. her. Yep. And then you're gonna watch the competition a little bit later. You're gonna stick. stick oh, I'm that, gonna stick around that long. Oh yeah, I'll stick around because it's early in the afternoon, my yeah. friend. That doesn't okay. happen until six o'clock. That's that's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fine. I'm not getting crazy here. And you already yeah. had your Jeffersons, you said. I already had the Jefferson. Just I, one. Je- Yes, just for one. now. I mean, but no, just one. If, I'm good. If I'm you good. go, if you go back to the well, so to speak, will will it, will it have to be Jefferson's because it's that's the Sunday cocktail? I would like that to be. I think you need to stick to your guns, brother. Yeah, I think you need to yeah. stick to what you know and and what you believe right. in. Right, you need to stay the course, right. stay the path. Yeah, I so this I is, personally don't have a Sunday cocktail, so maybe I'll join you for a Jefferson's you, and, and I've then, got a question. You've got okay. I got a question. I have an answer. So, well, because I understand that you're a, a Sinatra enthusiast huge. or yes. huge guy. And I thought at one time I heard on one of the podcasts you talking about 
the uh, what his go-to was. Jack Daniels Green Label. That okay. Because somebody asked, someone wanted a really rare trivia question, and I thought, I've got the question. The Jack Daniels Green, which is the youngest of the, uh, of the Jacks, but uh, Sinatra liked the green. Now, he would drink the, the old number seven black label. And right. Of course, now they have, in honor of the man and his uh, love for Jack Daniels, they have the Sinatra Select, which is a beautiful you know, encased bottle with, with some okay. literature inside of it and, and costs $135, 145 oh. And it's good. It's yeah. good. But Jack's, see, you, Wild Turkey 101 is your go-to. Jack Daniels on any given day is right. is my go-to. Right. But, and uh, I, I don't think I could have a, a Sunday bourbon because uh, obviously Jefferson's is a favorite of yours. Right. So I... I don't. I, I can't pick a favorite. We've had 103 different bottles on the podcast so far. I understand. And so, uh, you know, there are some that I've enjoyed more than others. But to to single out a, a Sunday favorite, mm, I don't think I could. I do think it. I've seen that handwritten list that you've got. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nothing but high tech technology. Yes. I still put. I still put pen to paper. Right. On a regular basis. Nice. Um, nice. As much as these guys would love me to step it up, you know, and, and do this and the other. Right. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know that technology and social media yeah. is something that would, uh, you know, continue to move the podcast forward to the masses. But when it comes down to the day in day day in day out minutia, yeah. I like to put pen to paper. Yeah. Man. Well, I've I've enjoyed it immensely. Your podcast is, a, and you've got very interesting people on it. I've really, you know, like we say, nah, podcast not so much about whiskey yeah. as, as it is one yeah. with whiskey. And the guests, uh, I've been very fortunate. The guests have been uh, a great. Everybody, you have a story. We're sitting here for the last what seven to ten minutes. You had a story to share. Everybody's got a story. Right. And right, that's right. what I love about whiskey drinkers and, and whiskey whiskey fans. And even some of the people that have been on the podcast that have not been imbibers. One of my favorite podcasts was with an astrophysicist who did not drink. And he was... Uh, well, you've had a couple of people on that... Did the not one, drink. The one individual that was uh, in AA. Yeah, Matt. The, yeah. An alcoholic. What, what we purposely a, had no bottle that week. Right. Because his story... I didn't think it was appropriate. And... Uh, his story ended up being fascinating. Great, great, yeah. I mean, it's it's great listening. Yeah, I, I enjoy it immensely. I do, and I always and I spread the word. I, I spread the hey, word. That's <laughs> that's that's all I can ask. You know, that's all I can ask. If you if you like whiskey business, tell your friends and family to and share it with them because yeah. uh, we love doing it. And I appreciate you spending some time with me this afternoon, man. Hey, it was great. So was let's great. have a good afternoon, shall all we? Right. Absolutely. All right, Rich. Here we go. Even though we are whiskey business, it's not all about whiskey. There's other, there's other libations out there that contribute to the, the cocktail world. Rum would be one of them. And uh, sitting next to me is Chad White from the Ohio Rum Society, a part of today's uh, classic, if you will. What are you going to be doing today? So today, uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, today we're going to be talking about kind of my rum journey and what had me jump into rum myself your rum my journey. rum journey i like that a my, rum my, journey you know kind of my deep dive into what you and i might call the kindred spirits right it the sounds ones. it sounds like something that was your fate and your destiny <laughs> i can't you know like like you were offered something remarkable to do in conventional society and you said no 
I must go on my rum journey. <laughs> I must go. My people need me. Yes. <laughs> I guess you could call it that. Uh, it's actually more funny. Uh, I had such a passion and an energy, or I'd, I'd built up such a passion and an energy for cane spirits in particular. Now, I love all spirits as well. I love all libations, especially ones with excellent rich histories, just like rum, whiskey, uh, agave spirits as well, mezcal. As, and I lean towards whiskeys and, and more specifically bourbons, but so why, why was it rum? Why was it? What, what brought you there? What got you started on, on that journey, so to speak? That is an excellent question. So just like any good college student, I drank a lot <laughs> of rum in the wrong ways and probably for the wrong reasons in college. Rum and Coke. Yeah, that's right. Rum and Cokes all day. Captain, Sailor Jerry's, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Maybe yeah. the plastic bottle or two. Um, but when I came here to Columbus in 2007, Chris DeLavi, the godmother of craft cocktails here in Columbus. It's only the what, fourth or fifth time we've heard her name mentioned. Today. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, I mean, she's a rock star. I'm, I'm very honored to call her a very dear friend. She was already getting the craft cocktail business off the ground here in Columbus, bringing it from the coast to the Midwest. So while everybody else was touring with classic cocktails and the bourbon craze, I was over there tinkering with rye because it wasn't getting as much attention. And to me... It was a little more rugged, and I wanted to learn more about it. Uh, eventually, I got turned on to rum. Of all places, at a restaurant up in Cleveland, I found this quote-unquote rum flight. There was a bunch of rums that weren't the name Bacardi or didn't have brands with pirates and uh, parrots. And, uh, these, pirates and parrots. These rums just blew my mind. They were, very, they were very classy, very simple. They were from four different countries that I previously only associated with baseball or beaches, right? Right. And these things blew my mind, the fact that they were available here in Ohio, uh, the fact that they were very, they had very, a, a lot of parallels to uh, grain spirits, to whiskey as well. They were aged, they were aged many a time in uh, bourbon barrels and whatnot. So that was really my ground zero, my white rabbit, if you will. And uh, that was back in November 2012, so fast forward a couple years later, and uh, my wife, uh, with God bless her, driving her crazy with my passion, and not to mention the, the small house we were living in at the time, started get overflowing with bottles of rum from our travels. Tell me about it. So she said, you either need to drink this or share it or do something. So yeah. I opted for the latter, and uh, the Ohio Rum Society was born. We, we've mentioned uh, earlier that we just had our, we have a different bottle of whiskey every week on the podcast, and... We've had more podcasts because some of them have been two-parters, but we've we just hit our 103rd bottle of whiskey. So, wow! Congrats on yeah, hitting 100. Well, I, I don't know if you should, congrats or you know, but I understand what your wife is saying about <laughs> uh, you know, it it starts to get a, a tad. We're wild an animals, man. We have to be. Uh, we have to have an outlet, uh, right? Yeah, and, and, you know, I, you know, I'm in the business. That's I need right. To have this I, and is she a rum drinker as well? Uh, no, she's more of a Prosecco gal. She loves uh -huh. her wines. She loves her vinos. Uh, but she does appreciate rum. I've, I've certainly turned her on to uh, the history behind it and, of course, the, the wide diversity. I mean, rum, I would say, is only, I would say rum is second only to wine in terms of uh, uh, global diversity. Was it rum that brought you two together? Uh, you could say <laughs> maybe one too many. <laughs> well, but it worked out. Indeed, it did. It worked out. And she's still tolerating me today, uh, a couple years later, which is real nice. Nice. So what are you going to be talking about today when you go upstairs a little bit later? So like I said, the start of the, the, uh, the rum journey, if you will, kind of what led to the founding of the Ohio Rum Society, which just turned three years old last month. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. 
and really just to turn people on to the spirit that has been so misunderstood and underappreciated for the last several decades. Why would you say misunderstood or underappreciated? So for no, those are those are two strong words. They are very much, and and they, I promise you, they both apply, and they're both fair observations. So back in the day, rum was king during the colonial era, uh, America, right? Yeah. Uh, rum was among the uh, the key uh, materials that were traded that uh, that bolstered the economy of our fledgling colonial, uh, what would become the United States. So it was huge then. It was huge during both world wars. Um, it was real big, particularly after we uh, were victorious in the Pacific and all the boys and the gals came home uh, with a penchant for Polynesian background and that thus get, gave rise I, to I what we know that. as tiki. Yeah. So shortly after that, we hit the 70s, 80s and 90s when convenience became a thing, right? So blenders, uh, pre-mixed cocktails. The, uh, I always think about cocktail and Tom Cruise's character's uh, speech, the Singapore sling, the ding-a-ling. Right, right, right. We, America got a massive sweet tooth and almost a disgusting obsession with processed sugar. Um, and unfortunately, rum was kind of caught in that crossfire. Uh, so people, whether it was folks growing up in those generations or people even in college that uh, alike in rum and tequila to uh, regretful decisions, right? So I'd say the last several decades have treated rum real poorly, and a lot of people have gotten a lot of misconceptions as a, as a result of that. One of them being the, the, the idea, the crazy idea, that rum is inherently sweet because it's made from sugar. No. And any, any true spirits enthusiast knows that all alcohol, whether it's fermented beverage right. or distilled, comes from sugar and yeast. And I think that uh, if, if I were to take a vacation from whiskeys, I think, honestly, I think rum would be, you know, where I would go. Or, or if I wanted to explore other spirits, I think rum would be that way. I've, I've had some, some wonderful what am I drinking? This is, and somebody would tell me, that's a Havana Club. Uh, granted, it was a bottle from Cuba. Indeed. <laughs> and like, okay, well, thanks. Thanks for giving me this, you know. Hey, Ontario's not too far that's from That's true. I could get it up in Canada. You're right. You're right. Well, and you just made a very uh, good friend as well in me and the fact that I travel tons. And not only uh, am I a quick text away, if you have a question about you're craving something that is along the lines of bourbon or rye or Irish whiskey, I have a rum for you, or at least a suggestion. I have a rum for you. And there, you know, you, you made a point, uh, you, you asked me earlier about why is it so under underappreciated. Yeah. And just to your point, just like you said right there, if you were to deviate from whiskey, you'd like to explore rum further because, you know, the underlying, uh, the underlying statement that I picked up there was the fact that a lot of people haven't explored or thought to explore rum because they just think... Bacardi or Captain right. or the things that... And it's always mixed with something. Yeah. I mean, I would like to uh, experience the tastes of rums just by themselves. 100%. In, in, in a glass. And Much we are like doing that during my seminar today, yeah. too. We're actually exploring four different rums, four different uh, countries of origin, all very, very different methods of production, techniques, tradition, heritage. Uh, one of them is actually a, uh, an unaged... Uh, pot distilled uh, rum from Mexico. It's actually available right here in Columbus. Wow. Okay. All right. So come on up to it. I yeah. mean, if you yeah. have a chance, you get to try will, four different countries. We, I, I think I'm allowed to do whatever I want. <laughs> if I want to go up there, I'll go up there. Such is the yeah. beauty of this business, this, isn't yeah, it? Right? Yeah. The freedom exactly. to, to explore. Thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon. And uh, 
good luck and uh, continued success with the Ohio Rum Society. Thank you very much. Three years and counting. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, man. How big of a membership do you have? Great question. So at this point, three years, uh, we're at over 80 annual local members, and these are the folks that pay only $50 a year to come to all the meetups, even member-exclusive ones, for free which gets you all sorts of different perks, uh, which I don't want to like bog you guys down. That's, that's a pretty big... That yeah, sounds like a libation bargain. It really is. Well, this isn't my day job. Honestly, I do this. It's my passion project, so it's really not about the money. All that goes right back into the pool where, like you guys, I'm able to procure bottles from anywhere in the world, really, in, in this day and age. So we're at 80-plus members at this point. We have what I call five, We have 550-plus what I call fans that are statewide. These are the folks from all corners of the state of Ohio that can't necessarily always make it to meetups and therefore can't justify a membership. And the meetups are what, monthly? They are monthly, yeah. We try to do monthly at this point. Uh, to date, we've done 32 meetups in three years. Uh, across 15 different venues across uh, Central Ohio. So okay, so you do it's not just here in Columbus. They they trap the. It's strictly right here in Columbus. Oh, that's right. That's okay. why I don't really push for people to become members if they're not within the immediate Central Ohio area. But the great part is I have I have members from Cleveland, Toledo, Cincy now. So They'll, people are starting to travel. Uh, drink, drinkers, drinkers will travel. They will. They might not drive back. <laughs> have booze <laughs> right, right will away. travel <laughs> right away, but they'll drive to it initially. Yeah, absolutely. And we also, I should also mention that as a uh, as a local Columbus entity, I've been here for 13 years, so I'm I'm a Columbus fanboy. And as such, you know, I like to use this platform to also, uh, my wife and I like to pick uh, charitable causes, many of which are local. We've supported five so far, including a lot of hurricane relief down in the Caribbean. Uh, so we're going to be looking at doing a, uh, a raffle to raise funds for awesome. whatever little that we can contribute to uh, Hurricane Dorian relief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody says whatever little we can do, but all the littles add up, brother. It really does. They really do. Thanks for spending some time with us this afternoon, and good luck upstairs later on today. And good luck with you and whiskey business as well. Thank, Thank you, you uh, for having me on. It's an honor to meet you guys. Chad White with the Ohio Rum Society, everybody. Cheers, guys. Up spirits. As the Columbus Cocktail Classic continues, the lovely lady seated beside me to my left is... Chris DeLavi and the podcast that she did on Whiskey Business, I believe, was called That's Some Dame because uh, she won the Dame Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. Yes. You were in the Dame Hall of Fame when it comes to bartenders, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, an honored, not, not, it doesn't cover just bartenders, it covers a variety of people in the, in the libation Dames world. And Dames and women in the industry. In the industry. Yes. And your name has already been mentioned at least three or four times before you sat down today. <laughs> you were part of the classic today. You did a presentation upstairs. I did. On? I, I was teaching a little seminar about how to craft the perfect cocktail. The perfect cocktail. The perfectly is, balanced cocktail. Is there such a thing as the perfect cocktail? I don't know if there's such a thing as the perfect cocktail, but I think perfectly balanced is perfectly what I was balanced. going for. Yeah. Yes. And were you successful? I think I definitely did you, was. Did you teach? Did you spread your knowledge? Did I you, did. Did the people that walked in there walk out going? They did, and they were taking their notes. Nodding their head and saying mm -hmm. yes. They were taking notes. They were taking notes. They, for fear there'd be a quiz? No, I don't think they wanted to, there to be a quiz, but they wanted to remember everything. Yeah. So that was great. Well, it's really nice that you've been a part of this today. I mean, um, you uh, like I said, in Columbus circles, 
You are you are a tad bit revered. Oh well, thank you so in much. In the industry, no, it's well deserved. You worked hard for it. I've worked hard, and I love what I do, and you know, I love to teach about it. You still over at M? I'm still over at M. Yeah. Yes. Shame on me. Totally. Oh no, no. Actually, no, a few no, weeks ago, I was there. I well, was in I the didn't building. know you were. Well, was, right, exactly. You were in the building, and the rumor was you were going to come see me, and I was so excited, and you didn't come. I did not come. I did not come. I was. You were uh, so close. I was so close, <clears throat> and I had, uh, in all honesty, I had quite a few upstairs at uh-huh. the, with, 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 with Lee and Blair. And yeah. I saw myself going down a path, Chris, that, <laughs> that might not have been I get good it. for everybody or anybody. I need to come into your bar fresh. Fresh, first, fresh sober. Fresh and first, yes. Yeah? Yes, yeah. you do. I need to do it that way. Let's make that happen before the end of the year. I Okay, that seems can, fair. Right? You see, because the, the job you have is a very social job. Indeed. And this podcast is a very social podcast, and yet I'm not that social of a person. I don't go out that much. I don't either. Right? I get all of my socialness out in mm-hmm. the job, and so when I am not working, I really just want to be in my house. Right. I just want <laughs> to sit in, sit in one of my favorite chairs. Me and, too. With a book and, and, and probably a, a bourbon yeah. or, or a cocktail of Agreed. some sort. And as we discussed on the podcast, it would probably just be something on ice poured over. There wouldn't yes. be anything crafty about it. So, when I'm home, I do the same. Yeah, yeah. Once in so a while, I get tricky at home, but the only perfect balance I need is the around amount of ice and the around amount of right. liquor, which <laughs> which is pretty easy. It's pretty, you know, it's I could, pretty easy to I, accomplish. I get straight A's in that one. <laughs> so, what do you got going on coming up in the future? I know you took a little time off. You were on vacation recently. I was just on vacation in Colorado with my brother. Nice, which was amazing. And I don't have anything planned for the rest of this year, just except kinda, for work other and than just life. Work and be yeah. That's it. Uh, no competitions. Nothing. I nothing have nothing. To, nothing to rule over. Nothing no, to hoard over. Nothing. Nothing. No, I'm no. just going to be me for a couple of no months. No crowns. No, nothing being anointed. Nothing. Yeah, well, you never know. You know, Maybe. At some level past dame, you know. You never know. Could happen. Is there, is there a queen of cocktailing? Is there, is it, has, that been, has that title been? I don't think so. Mm. There should be. Yet. One that rules. Yet. One that rules over the entire cocktail kingdom i know yeah with a crown and like what is the thing yeah, called? yeah. what's the thing that they hold what the, the scepter scepter the scepter yeah and a big yeah purple cloak i mean let's go let's 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 get medieval with this stuff <laughs> <laughs> let's exactly. go let's go game of thrones i would do that's it. off the air now oh, it'll yeah. be like a cocktail of thrones the big throne uh, thrones of cocktails i don't know we'll figure it out i could dig it yeah for sure yeah, well, yeah you, you'd be like I don't know. Either you would go make it through the entire series, or, or obviously, following Game of Thrones, somebody would try to. Uh, oh, somebody would definitely try. Try, try to. Yeah, yeah. they always mm-hmm. want to. They always want to knock off the king or the queen. You know always. that. Always. That's the only problem with being on mm-hmm. top, baby. I know. Somebody's always in the shadows, wanting to knock you down. Yeah. Trust me. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you uh, you were on your way out, and we snagged you before you left, so I won't keep you, but. You will come back to whiskey business for a full visit, yeah? Oh, absolutely. You have more adventures to discuss with us? More, for sure. More, more fascinating places well, that you've been since to? Well, I, since I was on the podcast last, yeah. I've done a week and a half mentoring Puerto Rico bartenders in Puerto Rico, in San Juan. 
Wow. And two weeks in New Orleans doing it with bartenders from all over the world. So there's definitely a lot we could talk yeah. about. Yeah. All right. Just in those two places alone. For sure. And the adventures that uh, followed after the teaching, I would imagine. Had and to I be. saw Metallica two more times after I saw you. And you what? Saw Metallica two more times after oh, I saw you. Two more you. times. That's right. Yeah. I'm up to 15 now. Oh, man. Because that's a. Uh, yeah. Because we. Because we, uh, we talked about Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Still miss him. Oh, I miss him every day. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll talk about that. Yeah. And then some. All right. Go enjoy the rest of your Thank day. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. All right. Jordan and Megan are helping out at the Columbus Cocktail Classic. And uh, one of them is actually going to be working here at Soul to Joseph. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I would assume then that you are the slightly older sisters that you got a job at the bar yes yes, yes. i am the oldest one mm-hmm. and you're also helping up, up upstairs <laughs> yeah with the, with i'm the food. selling the bratwurst selling the bratwurst yeah. upstairs which are very good thank, thank you. you yeah you're thank right you very much <laughs> and what are you going to be doing at the at the bar um i'm just going to be twirling around with that shaker getting everybody lightly tipsy having sure everybody has a good time keeping it keeping it classy you know okay you get classy and keeping it crisp Crisp. Oh, it's all about that keep a nice cr- fourth ice frothy. <laughs> and yes. and Megan, you were handing out the Schmidt's cream puffs. I was earlier I helping was. out in that department. Yeah, you're still in school. I am a student. Yeah, and uh, in this in the senior acting program. Correct. So you want to be an actress? Yes. Or I'm sorry. Is it actor? It's actor. It's actor. If we're really? like, we're not going. We're not saying actor, actress anymore. It's you know, about it's, the, it's, it's the gender actor. nowadays. Yeah, we don't we don't go with it. Uh-huh. Got, it's all actor. Everything's neutral, which is uh-huh. fine. Love it. And, and what what are your plans after school? <laughs> well, I will probably head out to L.A. Um, which big is dreams. A, a big dreams. Little fish in a big sea. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. That's going to be real tough. And it's very cliche, but that's where, that's well, where, that's I mean, where the magic it, happens. It's a cliche for a reason because exactly. that's what everybody has yes. always done. But you love whiskey. I do love whiskey. Which I'm suspect because I know, like I said, she's old enough to drink it and serve it. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, okay. She's telling her. You, you don't, you don't, uh, <laughs> I, have I know my you, could be, you could be a senior, you could be 21 as a senior at, at OU. Well, but. I like to think I'm an old soul. Uh huh. Old soul. Yeah. They don't have old soul IDs, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're an old soul. Oh, go, go, there you go. Come right on in. <laughs> so you, you love whiskey. I do. And what's your favorite whiskey? Well, already. It's, it's right. actually kind of sad to admit just because I. If I really support them anymore, but I really do. I'm a big fan of Bullet, Bullet Rye. I really, <laughs> am, I love it. Bullet seems to be popular with the younger crowd. Well, you got to get the sexy chicks. <laughs> you know, we got to represent and the whiskey. Yes. <laughs> Women and whiskey. Man. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I feel like it's cool when women drink whiskey. I'm like, when I have like my friends and they're like, can I get a vodka soda? I'm like, come on, Becky. But then like when I have my friends sit down and she's like, I just want a Knob Creek neat. And I'm like, now we're talking. Yeah, now I want to know what you're about. You, you, you want, that's find it a little sexier. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Now, I, might I suggest if you, you, you ladies watch some old uh, film noir movies from the from the 40s and the Ooh, 50s, yeah. and you'll see some tough broads yeah. drinking their whiskey yeah. neat. And yeah. and then you'll also see some very funny screwball comedies where they're enjoying their vodka martinis and yeah. whatnot, so forth and so on. Every, every alcohol has its place. Yeah. And if you're going to work at the soul, mm-hmm. 
uh, the Joseph, yes. then you're going to have to discover the souls oh, right? of many a, a drinker. Exactly, which I think ties into my background. I used to run a vintage shop in Grandview. Okay. And all we did was sell classic vintage cocktail wear. So all of the different coupe glasses and all of the different types of shakers and martini it's like being able to see that and i'm like i wonder how many stories happened around this decanter or how many people got wasted right. out of this yeah. glass we say it on this podcast <laughs> cool. all the time that everybody has got a story oh, some everybody. people say oh, i don't know what i talk about trust me everybody's got a story you two have stories good luck with yours upcoming good luck with your future one in los thank angeles you. california thank you maybe we can look back on this Someday and say when you I'm know, famous and awesome. This will be this will be this will be something that they'll that they'll play back after she you know gets an Academy Award nomination yeah. for her first film. Be like, oh, remember that time we yeah. to whiskey? Which can happen. It happened. Yeah. It happened to Barbara Streisand. It happened yes. to Goldie Hawn. Now it's happening. They got nominated. They won. Yeah. And off they went. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you team. imagine? Ugh. I can't. <laughs> I truly cannot. All right. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. Okay, the Columbus Cocktail Classic is upstairs now with the various vendors, including a little bit of a departure for whiskey business, some Belvedere vodka as we chat with Amber and Kelsey, both who are sharing your wares, so to speak, as far as the different vodkas. And one of them is actually going to be in the competition uh, at, at later on this, this afternoon, upstairs, they're going to be using one of the Belvedere's. The what do we what do we decide the pr proper pronunciation was? So the Polish Smogry. Smogry. Forest. Smogry yes. Forest. So um, this is from West Poland. So um, this is uh, distilled just the same way that Belvedere is. It's just regional as to where it was um, kind of developed. So we have forest. That's in the west side of Poland. Okay. And then um, Kelsey has Lake, and that's in the north lakes of Poland. Okay, so the west and the north is covered. Anything from the south and the east of Poland, or they Those just don't even bother? Yeah. Coming, coming soon. Oh, seriously? <laughs> well, you just, never know. You we never know say. with these brands. We'll say for the they sake, keep, keep for the sake of Poland. If anybody in Poland's listening or watching, <laughs> yeah, maybe there's some good vodka coming out of south and, and east Poland. In the meantime... The, the west and the north are going to cover the base. So what is special about the, 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 the Smoggery Forest? Sure. So you, um, it's going to be known for the fresh air of the forest. Um, the texture is coming. The t uh, texture of the rye is, um, again, from that region specific. Um, a little warmer. You're going to get some salty caramel, um, baked bread, some white pepper. Um, I think Kelsey's going to give you a sample here. Okay. So maybe you can kind of give us a little bit of what your thought is. As far as the tasting notes, because, uh, you know, normally when I'm doing tasting notes and, and, and uh, how it feels on the palate and the nose, it's usually whiskey uh, of some sort. So I will admit that vodka is not my, my strong suit. But and we are kind what, of trying to get into that space. Someone that would be, like you, like you said, that would order a single malt. Um, that is kind of why on the bottle it says single estate rye. So we are kind of trying to gotcha. be either someone that would do a sipper knee over the rocks well, with this product. When in Poland, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Where do we smell it? I, I, well, it, it smells um, fresh. 
I do get a little bit. You of shouldn't the, get too much on the nose because it should be a little bit more of a clear but odorless. It, but yes, there but, are but, some but, subtle but, hints. Yes, so fresh is good. Fresh is good. It's, it, it smells. Um, and that's the fresh air of the forest. Yes, fresh air of the forest. <laughs> it almost smells uh, clean. Clean. Yeah. If, well, if clean has a smell. We like clean. All right. And. <laughs> oh, absolutely. More the merrier. Okay, I like to drink my whiskey neat. Okay. And anytime I've had vodka, it's always been like, uh, you know, vodka and orange juice, or uh, it, it's always been right. mixed. Sure. But I think I could enjoy this just on ice, just That's just right, sip it yeah. neat on the rocks. And it's well, we like to hear that. Yeah, we like to hear yeah. that. That'd be that. No, it'd be very nice. It's a way to uh, enjoy it in its purest form. So yes. That's nice. That's very nice. Well, good. Right, so Thank that you was, for the that compliments was a for that. Forest. So let's go to Lake. So let's I, go to the lake. Let's go to the lake. Let's go to the so lake. The lake. Um, again, we had someone earlier. She said this reminds me of winter, snow, icicles, and that's exactly what it is. The North Lakes of Poland. It's cold, snow. So. Have you been? Um, no, again, because it's cold and it's snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more to the west side of Poland. If you, if the, you ladies had a chance to do what you're doing in Poland, would you go? Oh, absolutely. Any opportunity to promote a great brand and you know you've already attested that it is a great product and okay now this one we say that should i shouldn't detect any type of this one more so as far very as not yes. not detecting anything very light we had someone um kind of say some undertones of almond but this is light crisp floral Experiment. yeah 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 the almond huh as, as far as the smell i don't get it in the in the taste, but I do. In the smell, that's what it, that's what we're going for. Um, but again, this green is really elegant. It's is there spearmint poised. in this? Spearmint. There is spearmint in this. Okay, I can I can definitely pick Maybe up. A hint of biscuits. A hint of biscuits. Hmm. <laughs> a hey. Hint. I've never I've never had a tasting note that had a hint of biscuits. <laughs> yeah. But um, these are the tasting profiles. So the spearmint's a tasting profile. Spearmint. So everyone I'm might be a little different. I'm not picking up on different. the biscuits. Then again, I don't know what a vodka biscuit is. <laughs> Does it remind you of, to, uh, of your grandmother's no. biscuits and butter? No. no. <laughs> My grandmother's biscuits, uh, you could use as weapons. Um, well. Yeah. And so my mother's biscuits are, are not even. Similar uh, to your no, grandma's. No, God, okay. not, even, not even edible. <laughs> not even edible. But that's delicious as what well. What do you think about the finish? Elegant. Let me. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. Elegant, smooth, and <laughs> I'm kidding. Very uh, no, no, no. It's um, it's a, it's a simple finish. It's a simple finish. I mean, it's it's not harsh. Uh, I would say it's definitely has a. It's got a. It's got a long finish. Okay. Yeah. Which which is which yeah which is what I like. Well, when you're, and, and anything you, when that you're I'm enjoying tasting. a premium product, that sounds like a anything great Anything that has diversion. a long finish and doesn't, you know, it, it lets you pause before you take another taste, another swig, because you're still enjoying it, right. that's, a, that's a good sign. So well done, ladies. Well done. So well done, Belvedere. So between the two, what would be Ooh. your go-to? You're going up to the bar. You're ordering from the bartender a Belvedere Forest or a Belvedere Lake. Uh, all right, so this is this is still my forest from before. So since I just tried the lake, I don't want that to influence me. 
fresh air. Yeah. Some white pepper. Um, a little warmer. They're both they're both very very good, but I think, and maybe it has something to do the single estate rice at the more the more. Uh, well, so they're. The, they're both, they're both single they're both. estate rice. So we are, again, trying to get into the space of someone that would typically go up and order a whiskey, whiskey or bourbon. Right, right. Um, so we're just trying to kind of get in that, um, just the I, mindset. I, th- that I think the both. first one, the the, the forest. smoggery forest. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the forest. All right, so you're a forest kind of guy. I'm a so. forest kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, anybody that knows uh, Dino Tripodis knows that he is one with the forest. No, no, no <laughs> not at all. <laughs> well, do you have any other questions about the product, about the brand? We've had a lot of fun with you. No, I, I, I don't. I am curious, and, and uh, this might be a bit off, off chart, off school, because there was a time uh, when, when vodka ruled everything and then whiskey kind of snuck in here as of late and and stole some of your thunder a little bit so is this an attempt when you say to appeal more to the whiskey drinkers is this is this is this an attempt to maybe gain some of that audience back like hey you drank vodka for years and now all the hip all the hip kids are drinking whiskey you forgot what got you there and this is what you're trying to do to get back yeah i mean that's not that's that's smart you know if you if you're not gonna beat them which you did for, for years and years and you don't necessarily have to join them but you know you can blend the best of both worlds and, and, and make something and say hey come back yeah I would drink this I would I would drink this well, we appreciate that we, we are this. we are looking forward to this product being a, standing next to the the Belvedere Vodka um, and this is available bringing... in Ohio as we speak the Belvedere yes it is the Smoggery Forest yes okay alright so next time I need to buy vodka I'll buy it's this it's forced all right, fair enough. Amber, Kelsey, thank you. Thank so you. Much. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Thank you again. And uh, yeah, I'm a forest guy. I'm a forest guy. <laughs> true and true. Yeah, I don't nuts nuts. The lake is refreshing. And maybe you would bring um, lake to the party as well for maybe guests that you would have at your home. For those so who are not more everything lake people that you that would enjoy. Been, again, right. you can have your own little sampling. Just because I like it doesn't mean everybody else is, is going to like it. There again, might be more lake people in my life than for there are entertaining. forest people. Right. I get what you're saying. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of afternoon, and we're going to move on. Thanks thank again. You. Thank you. The craft cocktail explosion has been huge. Huge. Everybody's trying to find their own little twist on a craft cocktail. What might make it special? Maybe it's bitters. Maybe, maybe it's a simple syrup like Route 23. Simple syrups, simple cocktails. Leah and Tim Tim are here from Route 23. And this was your idea, Leah, to um, come up with? Not mine alone. I have a business partner, Barb Stoffer. Yeah. Um, and we live a block apart. Our kids go to school together. And and you were just sitting in the parking lot one day and said, you know what? Up, yep. let's, let's, let's make simple syrups? Let's, no. Yeah. It, it well, did, it, it started with the idea of smoothies and popsicles. And then from there, it just kind of morphed into... Did you make smoothies? Did you make we popsicles? Did make, yes. And so for about a month, we were coming up with all these different flavor combinations and freezing them. And the kids would come home from school and they'd sample and our husbands would sample and give us feedback. And But as we, through that process, we realized, thanks to Tim and his experience in the food industry, that frozen food distribution is really tough. So, so, so Tim dissuaded you from selling popsicles. He did. And uh, yes. Because... 
Well, frozen food distribution is pretty tough. I work, uh, I've worked in the food industry for a long time as a chef and also we ended up, you know, kind of talking through it and a couple of the companies I had worked for in the past and sold for, I worked with a lot of companies that do frozen distribution versus shelf-stable products and things of that nature. And I knew the difficulties and the short shelf life you have. It's, it's, it, would, it would be so. hard to break in and, and, and steal something from a, a name brand. Yeah. 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 I've always wondered about that when I go to the grocery store, how, how somebody commands uh, a certain space as opposed to somebody else. And then I've seen smaller brands kind of all of a sudden overtake a space. And so it's, it, it's, 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 it's ugly, isn't it? It's, it's, a it's, ugly. An, it's, it's an ugly business. Ugly. Yep. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't try to get a new pizza roll out there anytime soon yeah, in the frozen no. food department. Yeah. But Route 23 went from the popsicles and the yeah. smoothies so, to something yeah. that is that every bar in Columbus yeah. and across the country should have should have and yeah. relate to mm-hmm. the simple syrup yeah which is far from simple which i think is a contradiction in terms You're because right. in order to come up with these lovely concoctions you have here that's not simple right well so i mean it's simple yeah. now for us the consumer yeah you've yeah. got it in a lovely bottle yeah, all set exactly. to go but you, as far as you coming up with them right well we had um so we had all the ideas for our popsicles and when we decided to pivot and do the simple syrups we had like 35 flavor combinations and we had 50 moms from Immaculate Conception. How many? 50 moms. 50 moms. Yep. These were your taste testers. They're, yes, they were our first focus group. And, you know, they hear booze, and they were there, and they were there to support <laughs> us. And so we laid out all of these bottles, and we put labels on each one. And we didn't give them any guidance. We just wanted to see what they gravitated towards, and then we asked them to give us feedback. So they were making cocktails with those. And that helped us narrow down from all those flavors to the four flavors that we came out with um, and took to market. So um, that's how you we... Say, I, see, I see five, though. Well, we so our first four flavors were was the vanilla ginger. Which I had earlier right? and is delicious. The cucumber habanero. Oh, I haven't... It's in the sampler pack. Oh, it's in... It, it's, I don't it, have the large okay. bottle with me today. Okay. Um, Which we gra- were talking yeah. about earlier yeah. off microphone. Yeah. I, I told him that I love cucumber water. Yeah. And, and, and the whole habanero Got thing sounded spice. very intriguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'd be curious about that one. It's one of our favorites. I'll let you try it. All right. Um, and so, and then the other one was a sea salt caramel. <gasps> Which we don't have any longer. That's my favorite ice cream. I well, it was, and it's so funny because people liked it, and it it really drew people in, but people didn't come back and rebuy. Really? Mm -hmm. So it's off. It's gone. It was, and it was hard for people to wrap their heads around how they would make a cocktail with that. So it wasn't as easy. Hard for consumers or bartenders consumers consumers customers yeah like any, any bartender worth a damn would find a way to make oh, that yeah, work oh yeah they can make anything syrup. work yeah. right but right. but the home mixologist couldn't really see the utility of it so, i got gotcha. you yeah so we but they we could definitely do something with vanilla yeah. ginger oh. pear rosemary blueberry mint interesting i tried the cherry almond delicious mm-hmm. yeah. and i tried the grapefruit basil also delicious so uh, we were talking about the cherry almond earlier this is what we use in the old fashions and it's really good and you're right I think it makes uh, like it makes it easy to be a mixologist yeah so where's your product uh, right now where where, where are you right now you just in Columbus or we're actually in 14 states plus Wow yeah so how how quick was that growth when did you start um, so we the idea came about exactly five years ago this month in that parking lot 
And then it took us about nine months to get it to the point where we could produce our first batch. And then from there, we were making it ourselves at um, a shared use facility. And then we, so we, the very last day that the kids were in school, we went and cold called. 10 stores like Wylands, Hills, and we gave ourselves this pep talk in the car and we said, you know, we're gonna get a lot of no's, but we just need one yes. But everybody picked it up, everybody bought every, it. Every store you every went store to got it. Every store bought it. And then within a week, they were calling and reordering. And so we, we started there and then had farmer's markets and then we went to an Ohio Proud event and we met, met a buyer for Giant Eagle and he loved our stuff and he picked us up for the Giant Eagle Market store District Huge. stores. Huge, and then because Giant um, Eagle is not just in Ohio, they're no, they're in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Indianapolis, right? And so there's six store, seven stores in Ohio, four in in uh, Pittsburgh, and one in Indianapolis. So that's been good. We're in 45 Kroger's in the Columbus district, um, and so now we're in stores in Chicago, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Alabama. Yeah. He he can get out of the frozen food industry soon. That's his, that's his dream, that's yeah. Hope. That's the hope, yeah. that's the plan. You can get out of that yeah. ugly, ugly business <laughs> where, where, where Totino's is fighting, you know, yeah. some other pizza roll company to get, <laughs> to get space. How did you get the name Route 23? Um, so it was um, a play on words. We live in Clintonville off yeah. Route 23, and it's a play on the words with a, the natural aspect. It was after a night of drinking at Harvest with our husbands, <laughs> just going through every conceivable... Lots of Moscow mules were consumed that night, and this is nice. what came out of it. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Continued yeah. success. These are delicious. I Thank am curious you. about the cucumber habanero. All right. I'll and, pour you uh, one, yeah. Before it's all said all and right. done. But uh, best of luck to you, and uh, maybe we can, uh, down the line, get you guys on Whiskey Business for an extended full history. I want to hear... I want to hear some of the backroom conversations oh. that were had. I want to hear about the fifty, the fifty suburban moms who <laughs> who, who who heard the you put yeah. out the, 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 the you put out the signal. bat signal yeah. and then yeah. they all came a running. Uh -huh. I want to hear some of that okay. stuff okay. Uh, as in addition yeah. to yeah. you know the success and the history yeah. of how this all started. This is the cucumber yeah, habanero. It is, yeah. All right. So. Mm. Damn, that is. I, I don't know what I was imagining it would be. I knew yeah. I would taste the cucumber, yeah. but you're right. And it's not overpowering. Yeah. It's not overpowering, the habanero. It's yeah. just enough. To, it it complements it yeah. superbly. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Well done. All right. Yeah. What do you find that most people are putting that, what the bartenders are putting Mar that in? Margarita. Margarita? Yeah. Margarita, we don't like it in a Moscow Mule. Yeah. Oh, that would be kick. great in a Moscow yeah, or Mule. Or a Bloody Mary. Sure. Yeah. No, anything. Anything. Yeah, what the yeah. hell. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Continued success. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for the time this afternoon. Thanks. We are now at another vendor, the uh, uh, Brothers Drake Meadery. Mm -hmm. As Precisely. you know, whiskey business, we've said it a thousand times, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. And I'm standing here with Robert, who's uh, in from... From Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico, yeah. yeah. Moved there uh, a half a year ago. Uh -huh. Half a year ago? And, and why are you back? Month. I'm back for a month to uh, sell my car. If anyone's looking for a 1995 blue uh, uh, Ford Explorer. Yeah, how many at, miles? Get at me, get at me. Only 105,000 oh, miles. So well, on a Ford Explorer, me, yeah. you know, oh, all highway miles. It's a beautiful yeah, car. All right, all right we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about what all this and how this and how um, the Brothers Drake fits into the whole fits cocktail so, classic um, culture. I think so. Brothers Drake is, I think, a Columbus staple. It's it's been uh, 
in the short north since before it was a hip place to be. It's like 10 years ago. It was on 5th. Uh, and if you don't know, mead is, is honey wine, fermented mm -hmm. honey. So red and white wine is all fermented grapes. This is all fermented honey. And it's uh, uh, the oldest form of alcohol. And we make really awesome stuff. And right now we are featuring a cocktail with our uh, peach rush mead. Uh, which is uh, it's a type of mead called a mellow melt. Let me grab this right here. It's I love a type the of mead called a mellow melt, uh, which is a honey and then fruits in the fermentation. So these are being poured into other liquors, like yeah, for the cocktail. For yes. the cocktail. So we're mixing the peach rush with the watershed bourbon, which is obviously very a nice Columbus. Okay, bourbon. and what are they what are they calling that fans. as far as a cocktail? So the cocktail is called the Ali, like the greatest, the show greatest, yeah, on yeah. Earth. Uh, yeah, greatest, yeah, right, uh huh. So the Ali is is peach rush, watershed bourbon, uh, some peach bitters, uh, a foaming agent. We got a a garnish with the rosemary. Is this um, it? This is it. This is a sample like of it. Try it yeah. with the watershed. Yes, this exactly. Is and uh, it's not a bad cocktail. Oh no. That's very easy on the at on least, the tongue. At least one person it, likes it. Yeah. And down and down the throat. No, uh -huh. no, no. That's good. And a little little garnish the right rosemary there. Rosemary and, and people have told me you can stir it with the rosemary. With the rosemary. In my stick. opinion, this is the best a cocktail can look in a glass like this. Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah. I mean, and the whole concept. I mean, mm -hmm. mead. Mead. Yes. Who was sitting across from one another and they said? Let's make and sell mead. Yeah, I bet yeah. you that'll go. It was, I think there was some some uh, smoking involved. In <laughs> that conversation. So so mead <laughs> mead be, became a thing because of weed. No, no well, possibly. <laughs> so mead actually mead is uh, fascinating. So there are uh, a lot of anthropologists believe that honey played a really important role in human evolution because it's it's if you're if you're looking for calorie dense things in nature. You find a, a hive of bees making honey. You're finding something that can sustain a hunter and gatherer culture, um, and it, it gives them enough calories for their brain to grow because our brains like consume so many calories. So, so there are a lot of uh, people who see honey and bee products like mead um, as the an, the earliest form of alcohol and like a right. crucial part of of how uh, we could actually get enough calories to form large brains. Yeah, meat is about as old school yeah, as there, you can there was, get. There, was a, there yeah. was a beehive, and then it rained in a puddle, and then it started to ferment. That was the first meat. I remember this one came out not too long ago, the, the PB&J. Yeah, that one, that's that's a fairly fairly newest, this is, new one on the that's block. That's like magic in a glass. Yeah. You, you taste it, you, you don't know what's happening, but you're remembering your childhood. Because of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember your childhood. You remember drinking out of a bottle as a kid when your parents weren't looking. And then when they asked what you were doing, you said nothing. Just having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Exactly. Right. Yeah. With that. the crust. I say that's with the crust. Oh, with the crust? With, oh, you, you got to pour, pour, pour me out a little bit the of that. Ye the, the, the yeast is actually kept in this fermentation longer than the other ones. Um, so you get the the, that's good. the crusty taste. I want some too. All right. Let's... Uh, Let's wrap up this little interview with a little... I don't get a whole hour? PB. <laughs> you have to come to my house and be on Whiskey Business. Okay, and maybe solid. after you sell your Explorer. Salute. Yeah. Yes. Salute. Salute. Chin done. Trip. Okay, All right. There you go.
And breathing through your nose. That, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's stupid good. You can't even describe right? it. Right? Uh, yeah, no, no, mm -hmm. no. I was. I had a chance to be at the um, the first tasting of this. Oh, oh nice. and, I, and I had to miss. So, but I heard about it, and damn it, you're right. It's with the crust. It's with the crust. It's yeah. with the crust. It's with the crust. It's with the crust. That's, that's what I tell people. I can that's taste that. I, I can taste that little bit of brown crust mm -hmm. around a slice of Wonder Bread. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I man. Cheers. This is cheers to uh, to the mead maker. Uh, she, she didn't come up with the original recipe, but she did a great job. Uh, Sarah Schiffbauer. Okay, man. Yes. So, so yeah. who's this too? Cheers, Sarah Schiffbauer. To, to, I didn't hear the last name. It's Sarah, well, it's Sarah Schiffbauer and, and all the mead makers. Sure. In and all Church. the. And so, it's a tradition. There's a heritage well, that's gone into what's happening. I'm glad they're. Jake, I'm glad they're keeping the it alive and keeping Sarah it going. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Mm. <sighs> that is a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. And if the people need to buy bottles, that's the best. They need to get bottles of the mead. Where can they do that? Oh, at, at Brothers Drake. At Brothers Drake. That's the best right. place to buy a bottle. Yeah. This is straight a, at the straight, source, straight the best at the selection. Store. I mean, they can go to like Kroger, any any of the stores, any of the. But the best place is yeah, yeah, where it in. comes out of. Uh, we I can't tell you legally that we give you free samples. No, you can't we, tell we me. We give you free samples no. if you buy a bottle. So no, that's yeah. I won't tell. I won't okay. hold you to that. No, 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 won't hold sure, you to that. Sure. All right, man. You going back to Puerto Rico soon? I am in October. Yep. In October. Yeah. Well. I'm glad we had a little time to visit uh, with it's you. It's been a pleasure. All right, likewise, man. Sure. Safe travels. Thank you. How are you getting you. back? You're selling your car. I'm selling my car, and uh, hopefully I can afford a flight back. Yeah? yeah? Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> We're in the green room. That's where all the important people just kind of <laughs> kick back and relax before they have to do their special duties. And the gentleman to my left, uh, aside from being the all-reigning rock star, at Denmark, Gary White is also one of the judges in the cocktail throwdown coming up here in just a little bit. I will be, I will be definitely, uh, I'll be throwing out some judgment. Some judgment. Some judgment yeah. going And down. you also did one of the seminars. Did you just finished the... I did, yeah. We just finished a uh, infusion seminar where I went through the basic ways to end up getting uh, flavor into different types of liquor. You reminded me uh, that we go way back and I was like, I'm looking at the face and the familiarity. Then you said the Blue Danube and then it all came rushing back to me. Were you doing that back then in our, in our Blue Danube days? No, I, uh, you know, I bartended there for uh, a, year, uh, a long time and then I went on and became an executive chef for a little teeny tiny Italian uh, restaurant company. I was an executive chef for them for many years and so probably eight years in, in the kitchens, got tired of doing that when mm -hmm. I finished my art degree. Ended up stopping and uh, working in kitchens, went back behind the bar, and then kind of took all that knowledge from being a chef back behind the bar with me. So I started asking questions like, why aren't we using freshly squeezed juices? Right. Why aren't we making these things? So I started approaching um, the different bars that I worked at, um, making cocktails and cocktail craft like, like a, a chef would. Got a little bit of notice for a couple of different cocktails that I started making around town. Um, and one day a friend of mine called me and said, hey, I've got a couple of guys that have this project called Denmark. It's a craft cocktail lounge with, you know. Huge, uh, so huge. Would you like to be involved? And I said, sure. And it's really maybe been one of the best decisions I've ever made. But did you ever think in a million years that all that experience in the kitchen would end up being 
so valuable behind the bar. No, no, I didn't. Right? No, I didn't. It's kind of funny, you know, I mean, the way that life turns out, uh-huh. you know, I mean, what certain what things it happen sh- and put you where you're supposed to be at the right time. And I kind of think that that's really kind of what happened with my career. Your destiny. I think so. Your destiny. I think so. Because you weren't making those kind of drinks behind the bar at the Big no, Danube. No, no. You know, no, man, like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what a bottle of Angostura <laughs> was. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they had bitters back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had yeah. bitters back there. Yeah, well, I found out. I remember. I remember when I found a bottle of old uh, old Overhaul back there. I was like, "What is that? What is rye?" Oh I mean, yeah. And it was this like dusty bottle right. that hanging out forever. And I tasted. I'm like, "This is gross." Being a rye fan, that's my absolute favorite being thing. A, yeah, a rye fan. I remember when I would go to the liquor store and Old Overhaul would be the only rye available. And not, and in no way dissing Old Overhaul. No, old no, Overhaul, not at it's all. It's fantastic. Just my palate was not used to 101 punch in the face of rye. Right, right, you right. know what I mean? You know, I mean the drinks that we were making then. This was you know the 90s. We were making you know. Long Island iced teas and sure. margaritas with right. shots on the side and just shot. I was well, yeah, I was shoving as much booze and shit as Jack I could. Daniels and a beer and a and a and a dew burger and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the style that I came up through, and it just you know French it, fries with gravy. Yeah. Mm, I missed that stuff, place. Man. It it was great. It was a really unique spot in town. I had a lot of good years there. I had a lot of uh, a lot of fond memories of the place. But. A lot of good memories from the time that uh, the actual Margetis family actually ran it. Yeah. That's how long I go. That's how far back I go. Yeah. So when uh, Bob took it over, and actually, uh, short little history, when they were selling the joint, mm-hmm. he asked me if I wanted to, to buy it. And at the time, I didn't have two dimes to rub together. I just gotten into the town and taken a job at the radio station, yeah. making the best money I'd ever made. And That's- I'm like, I'm in debt up to my ass. And oh, sure, let me take this radio station job that might not last, you know, a year. And yeah. while I'm at it, Buy a bar and a restaurant. Hindsight is twenty twenty. If yeah. you could have turned, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could have could have kept it in the in the Greek family. But yeah, man, the, the dude was the dude was great. And I, I'm sad to to have seen it close. I mean, it was I had a lot of great years there. And I mean, and Denmark's great. Denmark's thanks, kicking ass. I, I appreciate it. I love that spot. So, um, you know, my my business partners have given me complete carte blanche with you know putting together a cocktail menu. I can do whatever I want. Um, it's do you pretty, ever, pretty unique in, in my profession. Do you, do you ever think that it's kind of interesting the, the how the, the little bit of serendipity that's there? You were at the Blue Danube, and now you're at Denmark, and and just how that whole you know part of the country, <laughs> uh, part of the it, world, it true. seems yeah, to really have of, seeped uh, into your into your life. I don't true. know why they called it the Blue Danube back. I don't know how they came up with the name. How a bunch of Greeks came up with the Blue Danube. Don't know. You know, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. But Denmark's not the most obvious name in the whole world. No, either, right? But the fact that they're, you know, so noticeable places in other parts of the world, and and you've worked at both of them. And so the first Columbus Cocktail Classic comes to a close here, slowly, but but surely. It's been a, a really entertaining and interesting and educational afternoon with seminars and great vendors. Uh, sharing their wares and and how they've been made. Uh, Brothers Drake Meadery, meadery, easy easy for me to say. Um, The Simple Spirits, which aren't necessarily so simple, but they are now because they're they're bottled over at Route 23. Just a couple of the examples uh, of things that have been happening here. Um, Here's hoping that the success of this one uh, opens up the doors for a annual Columbus Cocktail Classic here in Columbus, Ohio. I think uh, if there was any indication today that could very well happen, and Whiskey Business will be there 
just talking to people and sharing the wealth of knowledge and and just having fun. Isn't that what it's all about? So until the next bottle. Wait, wait, hold on, wait sorry to interrupt. What now? Subscribe on Whiskey Business <laughs> on <laughs> iTunes to Whiskey Business. Rate and review us because that always helps propagate propagate the website. Or sometimes the, the I think sometimes they think I, that's the only I reason. I just want to say the word you, propagate. I know, or that, or you just like to be on camera. Well, yeah, but yeah, I, it's a, you are well, playing to my vanity. You are you're uh, a handsome young man. Don't so let we, we, tell we've you taken different. a lot of photographs. You can find on uh, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram for this uh, episode. Yeah, and also John's been doing a great job wandering around with the video camera. Yeah, he's shaking so. his head. No, he's, he's been he's, he's, he's been doing an okay he's job. Got a, he's got a sore shoulder. <laughs> he's playing hurt. He's playing hurt. So make sure you check out Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis on YouTube because there's a lot of cool things that you actually won't be able to see or hear on this podcast hope you won't be able to uh, see on, it on, on the audio yeah, that you right, record yeah. okay yeah. that's fair uh, so thanks to everybody and uh, also if you want to do a quick reminder of uh, next week is our premise episode September the 17th back at Shadowbox yeah back with another round of the premise that's so much fun you can check that out as two comedic competitors go against each other with a premise that they received that very evening. And, of course, special guest comic, comic and a very special guest panelist. Only 10 bucks. We got the 10 bucks at Shadow Box on Tuesday, uh, the September the 17th. So join us for that. There's always something going on in the whiskey business universe is what we're trying to tell you. So <laughs> enjoy. And can I say I'll, it now? I'll step out of the camera for you. Yes, Until go ahead. the next bottle. See ya. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business, when you need it, from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.